Welcome to the Philly AdCast, informing and engaging the advertising community. Powered by Alchemy X and the Philly Ad Club. Here's your host, Bjorn Henriquez. Hi, welcome to the Philly AdCast. I'm your host, Bjorn Henriquez, and I'm here this month with... I'm Quincy Harris. Uh, I have a TV show, The Q on Fox, and I also have a radio show, uh, The Quincy Harris Morning Show on 100.3 WRMB. And I'm Lamont Brown, and I have a wealth management firm, and lucky enough to be this guy's business partner. Great, great. Wow. So today's the Quincy Harris episode, and uh, we're going to get into everything that goes on uh, behind the camera and, um, and behind the microphone as well. Yeah, no, I'm just saying, can, before we start, can I just say something? I didn't know this was going to be on um, on camera, Okay. and uh, I was didn't shave. And I have coffee, so I just want to look like it's working. Yeah, it's like comedians in cars getting coffee, but like I have like the cup. I feel like I'm distinguished. I feel like Seth Rogen. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're working, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Good man. Thanks. Not too polished. You know. You know what they call this guy? What's that? Um, He's the guy that plays in every Tyler Perry movie. He's like the love interest. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, listen. I'll keep your shirt on. Yeah, yeah. This is Shamar Moore. Yeah. Uh, Cool, cool. So first. Let's get into a little bit of history. Uh, uh, Quincy and I worked in radio together at Power back when it was Clear Channel, before it was iHeart. Yeah. Uh, then the Radio 1. I ended up Radio 1 as well. And then the Fox, I ended up at Fox. <laughs> yes. So we've been working together a long time. Yeah. And Lamont and I had interactions uh, uh, at various points uh, uh, within that. And um, I know for your followers that are on Instagram social media, they see pictures of you two a lot. Yeah. And I just wanted to kind of explore the, the relationship uh, and the deeper meaning behind that when it comes to the business of Quincy yeah. Harris. So, you know, Lamont, me and Lamont, have, we went to high school together. Okay. Um, and Lamont, we're like total opposites, but we're, we've never had, I don't even think we have a, we've never had an argument. No, we haven't. You, you are very uh, uh, opposite, like, Principles and morals and things like that. You guys are, are like the same kind, yeah, yeah. but yeah. then personality-wise, I mean, he's, he's a t-shirt. I want, you know. <laughs> yeah, you see, this <laughs> is exactly yeah. that's how it works. And then I'm suit. You know, yeah, over here. But no, I think uh, I don't know if we, we never had an argument because he probably didn't bring it up, or we just never had an argument. But I, I, I would like to think that you know we just we just kind of clicked. I think we got like really close in like 12th grade, and then we went to the same college, went to Temple University. Um, and I think it was about two and a half years ago where just like with my business, he already manages the small, small, small money that I do have. And it, it starts with trust. So, right, right. right. Like I trust Lamont. Like I trust him with my family. I trust him with my kids. I trust him. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was already a trust there. I said trust a lot. And then. We were just trying to explore like different things, like how we could work together. And a lot of times when you have a friend that, you know, you're like, hey, maybe you could be my business partner. They have no like background in any kind of business. But what Lamont does for a living, he manages money. He he sets up people's future. It kind of just clicked. We literally talked one day like, man. Um, we we were kind of not growing apart, but like he had his business, I had my business, and we we're like, man, it would be kind of cool. He even said it like it would be kind of cool if we can figure out how to work together. How LeBron James works with his friends, Mavic Carter, right. um, uh, specifically, and we've kind of grew this relationship and going down like different paths uh, together, and it's it's been great. So so Lamont, so at what point during that, you know, school. Uh, relationship or that relationship that was fostered in school, 
did you see something special or that talent within Quincy? Yeah, I mean, Q has always been one of those individuals who just changed the energy in the room, right? right. So you knew when he walked in, the dynamic changed, and you know, people fed off that. So, you know, we did stuff in high school, talent shows, and, mm. you know, throughout. Left you know, that out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> exactly, right? So you knew it. I mean, you, you, you got a sense of just how he made people feel, right? right? Like, And you see it even to this day. I mean, I'll use an example of when we had that uh, that meeting and just so happened we was in the same building as one of the main sponsors for uh for Fox mm-hmm. right the yeah, uh the legal the legal uh oh yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. okay and yep. just to see his his interaction with C suite execs to right. the rank and file like right. you don't forget how he made you feel right, right. And you saw that even back in high school so you Definitely. knew okay you knew this guy had uh you know had a uh, potential got you so you just mentioned that you were in two totally different businesses how has one industry, which is finance, prepared you to work within the media entertainment space? With, with I mean, it goes to what he said before. You know, uh, it's trust, right? So mm-hmm. on the financial services side or the wealth management side, you know, part of what I'm charged to do is help people build teams of advisors around them, right? So for him, it was, dude, it's not my space, right? I'm not coming in being an expert. I'm coming in to help a friend, right? Right. But I'm going to help you build this team, you know. So a lot of the skills are transferable from a trust standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also learning the language, right? So I've been in the business of learning the language of money, you know, for 20 years. So being right. able to pick up on it fairly quickly. And his spaces was just getting caught up to language as well. I mean, we were um, we were in L.A. for for a, uh, <laughs> for, uh, for some, shooting some content. And, you know, it was with Tamar. And Tamar Braxton. Mm-hmm. And they need, you know, glam. I'm like. Glam, like what is, you know, what, what is yeah. glam, right? So, so being did you just not enroll with it? You didn't say anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get you some glam, right? <laughs> uh, so, being able to pick up the language, so right. the skill sets were transferable, but okay. it all starts with trust, right. you know, in that in that space from a financial planning standpoint. Right. To, you know, work with someone in the entertainment industry. Yeah, that's fantastic. I always say, you know, that that should be a goal to be able to 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 work with your friends. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Absolutely. It's, well, it has to be the right partnerships because, right. you know, I will say this. Lamont is so structured down to, I mean, we, me and our friend, our close friend circle, we joke about like how organized and how frugal that Lamont is, but that transfer, like if you can manage millions of dollars for people and companies, I'm thinking it's millions of dollars. I'm, I mean, yeah, we're good. We're good. Right, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just so, guessing. Yeah, I mean, good guess. I would hope. <laughs> I would hope. I would hope you don't have, just only have. You're only not managing just my twenty dollars. No, I'll be broke. Right, and the family be out. But he's managing like money and trust with people and businesses. You can handle this. Right. Like this is just literally setting a, an order and setting a structure. And a lot of times for me, I'm good off the cuff. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my business was just off the cuff. Right. Lamont made me like, let's slow down, let's structure this, let's get some advisors, and let's put some structure around, you know, your non-structure. So what what is Germantown Entertainment? Uh, it's my production company. Uh, I named it Germantown because I look at Will Smith as he is what you would want to be if you're in entertainment, right? He has Overbrook Entertainment, so I just named my production company after my section of Philadelphia I grew up in. And um, we're doing outside projects through Germantown Entertainment. I think uh, the most important thing now is understanding the business of what I do, right? I understand the business of uh, radio. I understand the business of television. I understand how much... It's not only good to be in front of the camera, but like, okay, how much money are are they making or how much money is this generating, right? 
And then figuring out like, man, if, if I'm doing this and this is generating this, I can do some outside projects and generate money. It's not only just about money, I have kids. Mm -hmm. So I wanna, you know, what Lamont said, um, I didn't grow up seeing media people with media companies, or I didn't grow up, mm -hmm. you know, Will Smith was like, like man, right. like, I wanna be like that, but how? Right. So um, for me to leave something for, for our, our kids and my kids, and uh, being able to own, because mm -hmm. a lot of times you see people in front of the camera or people in front of the microphone, and once somebody's done with them, they're done, right. and they didn't have any ownership in what they really were busting it behind to create. Yeah, and that's tough. Yeah, from being talent from the beginning, what has been your relationship with you know sales and, and advertising within that? Within the different buildings that you're in? I mean, for me, it's always been trying to over-deliver. I remember when I first started radio, I would go on, um, I was like a promotion assistant, and I would go out and certain radio personalities didn't want to be there, right? They're getting paid for a two hour, their two-hour appearance fee, and they're sitting there reading a the newspaper. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this dude's getting paid right. to not do anything? But then I always put in my mind, like, how does this client feel that this person doesn't want to be here? They have bad energy. They're not doing what they're paid to do. The station may not, um, the station may not, they may lose an account, mm -hmm. right? So for me, I was like, man, I got to do something. Like, I've always felt like, man, let me let me grab the mic. So then they would let me grab the mic, right? Because they are getting paid already. It was already in their check. <laughs> right. And I'm like, I'm entertaining the crowd. And I've just gained great relationships. I remember being a PA, and I remember it was it was uh, this is before Easy Pass. It was a an event in Jersey. I couldn't find it. Didn't call anybody. I'm coming back. I had to come back over the bridge. Couldn't find it. Promotions over. I almost got fired. And my boss at the time, Helen Little, said, "Well, if you didn't have any money, how did you get back over the bridge?" I was like, oh, snap. I, I just didn't think about it. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I'll make sure that, and I remade the, um, I made up the uh, the promotions with the uh, with the client. But I always felt like I, I knew what radio was. i never forget someone told me that television, radio and television are commercials, and then you have content to fill the commercial, like to be support the commercials. Right. And I always thought that. I never thought like I was bigger than, like I'm so great. It's always about the client. Mm, it's always it's just always about okay. the client. Like if they're spending their hard earned money, they want to get a return. Right. They want to feel good. So that's always been my yeah my thing. Like I've had great I, sneaker villa. I know that's going now. It turned into an, another DTR, thing. Yeah. But I made the tagline. Join yeah, the, movement, join the movement. Right. Yeah. Like that. They didn't ask me to do that, but right. I was like, oh, man, maybe you guys should call it this. I've always, I always try to go above and beyond for people, and clients just happen to fall into that. And I understood that clients paid the bills. Yeah. With the explosion of the podcast industry mm -hmm. and everything that's going on, what made you want to uh, use that platform? For me, I have a 22-minute talk show where some of the segments, you have three or four segments, I have three minutes to talk to people on TV. Mm -hmm. You can't, for me, that's just not enough time. Right. Radio, you have maybe six minutes to talk to people. It's not enough time. 
Like I, you know, and for me, I'm I'm at a point where I want to know from certain people. I want to know the process behind why you did X, Y, and Z. I want to know your, your, your not your personal life, but what makes you tick. And it's not so much the gotcha question. Right. Like I know you're here to promote this cup, and then I have a question to ask about this cup, and then you're gone. Right. And then on radio, it's like, yo, this is this is your cup. And we're talking about the cup, and it's a little bit about more about what you, the previous cups you had, and then we're done. Right. I want to know why you made the cup. Right. I want to know what what made you think about making the lettering blue, red, and white. Like right. I, it's just, it's a little bit more deeper than oh, yeah. just the the surface level questions. Right. And we're and we're now in an era where people are consuming two hours. Oh, for sure. Joe Rogan is a—he's the goat. Example, yeah. Well, you know what? Because in radio, for years, it's always about short, tight breaks. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Or or, you know, and and keeping everything get right back to the music. It's all about the music. And it took the internet coming along that direct to consumer uh, relationship to be able to say, "Hey, I'm gonna throw this out here, and it's it's two hours long." Yeah. But you get so enthralled by it. I think the bridge before Rogan was was stern. Oh, for sure. You no, know, you you had, you had Howard Stern doing it, and then Rogan took it to another level. Howard Stern's birthday is January twelfth. I just want everybody to know that. Okay, and, and that's what, my birthday. What, what I will say is, you know, even even with the podcast, you know, outside of creating great content, it's an opportunity to build even more relationships, right? Yeah. So you're talking about you know individuals that he either might have already had relationships with, or just new people that's yeah. doing exciting things, right? right? So for us, I yes. mean, it just opens up a high level of collaboration. And there's so many people that I would love to talk to, right? Justin Weinberg. Mm-hmm. Known Justin for a couple of years. I would love, from him being a lawyer going to Alchemy, I would love to talk to him. That may not be a, a, a conversation you can have on radio right. or TV, right. but I'm interested in it. Right. And I know other people would be interested. You know right? Yeah. So, you can talk to him. Jonah Berger, he made a book uh, called... Uh, Contagious. Mm-hmm. He's, he's has another book, and I want to talk to him about. You know, this is a book that he wrote. The late Nipsey Hussle mm-hmm. read the book. It shaped some of his marketing. Right. I want to talk to him about that mixtape campaign, right? Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk to Jonah Berger, who's a you know a, a professor at you know University of Penn. Mm-hmm. That may not fit on radio. That may right. not fit on TV. Right. But I want to start highlighting people in things that I'm. The other things that I'm also um, intrigued and excited about, okay. and you can do that on podcasts. And let's leave let's leave it on this because I always like that you brought up books. Uh, what what are you reading right now? I'm com- I'm completing Contagious. Okay, I just got three. I got two or three books. I got the not the autobiography, the biography of Frederick Douglass. I know you do like audio books. Yeah, I do both. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm in. I have Audible, and then I'm sorry, I this, have is the, this is the mess. The thing I do second sometimes. degree in the car, man. Huh? I'm getting a second degree oh, in the car. This yeah. is the mess. I'll I'll order the book. Like I get excited. I did this with Dapper Dan's book. It just oh. came out. Yeah. So I ordered the book, and then started to read the book, and I was like, man, you know, I I, I only have so many opportunities where I can stop and actually read, 
and then I end up getting the audiobook as well. So I end up buying books twice, yeah. wow. a couple of times where, you know, I end up doing it. Really good audiobook, by the way. Omari Hardwick could actually read Really? It. Yeah, okay. Ghost from Power is actually the, okay. doing the reading. He's, a, nice. he's deep. He's deep. Yeah, yeah. So what about you, book wise? Yeah, man, so I just finished up. I'm in this uh, this leadership coaching um, program, and there's spiraling books and running, running through there. So we just finished up this book called The uh, Inside Team. So it's about yeah. So it's about the voices in your head, right? Yeah. And how you can shape them and use them to your advantage. I mean, we all got people talking up there, so right. understanding what they're saying, why they're saying it, and repositioning it. So That's it's pretty. It's pretty interesting, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're deep, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you guys thought. <laughs> well, thanks for taking the time out to, to, to come <laughs> and talk. Man. Tell us about uh, the, the business behind uh, uh, Quincy, your, your unique partnership, yes. and how that came about, and then also drop, dropping the jewel and, and, and letting people know what's, what's on your bookshelf. Yeah, there's uh, nothing in there. There's nothing else in here. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, thank you. Thanks for coming. All right, man. Thanks for having well, me. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, guys. You. Appreciate great. it. Pleasure, man. Thank you. We'll leave uh, a lot of the information that we covered here in the show notes, links to the books that we mentioned and everything, and we'll catch you on the next one. recorded at Alchemy X. On behalf of the Philly Adcast team, I'm Lisa Leonard. Thanks for listening.